0: This season of Miami is truly, I know this is a bold statement, it's as good as season one of Beverly Hills, which I think is maybe one of the best seasons of all time. And this season of Miami is giving that and it's giving that upgraded because now we have these like amazing camera, like what are they filming Miami on these camera lenses? Oh my God. Yeah, we're. I'm so excited to recap this show, but Peacock had the audacity to release all four episodes at once, which I was like, "Okay, give me a minute, give me a minute." So sorry it took, sorry it took so long, but we're here, we're doing it. I'm very excited. It's amazing. Can't I? Like, I'm in awe of it. It's gorgeous visually, but. There are just so many storylines going on, and th- and I, l- I actually like every single one of them, even, even the ones that are wrong. I, there's not one person on this cast I don't like. Ugh, so good. Anywho, welcome to She Speaks Bravo. It's Emily. Bringing you Bravo today, but sometimes I do talk true crime. We just got done talking White Lotus. That's over. Um, occasionally, I do, you know, discuss the the scripted shows that are sweeping the country, the the world, really. So, if you're not subscribed, get subscribed. And if you're already subscribed, love you, mean it. I have to take a moment, though, to speak just to my YouTube queens. Like the ones who actually pay for the queen levels, the queens and the VIP queens. I'm going to be switching just solely over to the Patreon. Um, I would keep the YouTube membership thing going, but I just don't want to gouge you guys for a a feature that I'm not really giving you enough value in. The Patreon will have all the same benefits, so check out the Patreon, and I'll give you guys like a week. I just want to make sure everyone hears the announcement before I disable that membership. Literally, all the same benefits are over on the Patreon, and even more value will be on the Patreon, because for everybody, in case you haven't heard me talk about it incessantly, the Patreon is where I'm going to be doing all the Bravo jams, like... Jersey table flip, um, Orange County Cancer Gate, uh, Beverly Hills season one, season two, like the like the early good old days of Bravo. And Pia and I are already four episodes deep into Vanderpump Rules season three recapping, and it's been quite a fun journey. We've loved every second of it. Those first four episodes are already live on the Patreon. So yeah, all Patreon info will be in the description along with the link. So yes, to my VIP queens and my queens, thank you for your support. I'm moving it over to the Patreon so I can give you more value. And like I said, I would leave that thing, I would leave the membership available um, and up and running, but I just feel too guilty being like, pay for something that I'm not providing, you know? Okay. Okay enough of that. Enough of that. My Apple podcast listeners, in case you missed it, um, you can rate five stars more than once. You can rate once a day. And some crazy on Instagram is waging war on my ratings. And we need to fight them. (laughs) We don't really. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm fishing and fishing for ratings. So if my, if my ride or die, she speaks Bravo heads, feel like being petty and going on once a day and just hitting that five-star review just to combat the crazy conservative people, man, I'm assuming it was a man who said he was going to get his friends to rate me one star on Apple Podcasts because I posted something liberal in my stories. He got very upset about it, tried to block him, and then he came back with another account and said, you thought you got rid of me? And then said, I'm going to get my friends to rate you on Apple Podcasts. I said, wonderful. But like I said, you don't have to, honestly. Like at this point, I kind of need to give up on caring about that rating. <laughs> If you haven't already rated me or given me a review, that'd be great. It does help. But yeah, I have. I it, I, I used to care a lot about it. I used to freak out when I got bad reviews. I used. To, you want to know what it is? Oh my god! I just had an epiphany. It's because of my restaurant days. And when we would freak out when we got a bad Yelp review, that's why. The, that's where the the PTSD is from. That. Like I, I, whenever I see a bad review, I'm like waiting for an email to come in from my boss that doesn't exist. I'm like, oh my God, Thomas is going to be so pissed about this review. Oh my God. Who was working? Who was on, do- was it me? Was I the MOD? Fuck, I'm going to be in so much trouble. That's what it is. But I think I'm slowly realizing like, oh, these don't matter. Okay, anyway, we have so much to cover. I'm thinking what I'm going to do is do, t- because there's four episodes to cover, I'm thinking I'm going to do episodes one and two as one episode, and episodes three and four. But we'll see how quickly I move through the episodes. I may just do one supersize, but you know me, I like to talk. Here I am, still just gabbing away. Um. Okay. By the way, someone left me a bad review that said this this woman sounds like she likes to hear herself talk. Um I mean, I kind of think all podcasters have to kind of like to hear themselves talk. Otherwise, what are we doing? But talking to ourselves. Um and I actually don't like to hear myself talk, so thanks. Anyway, get to it, Jesus Christ. Okay, episode 1 of Miami again what are what beautiful lens is they' use a lens that they don't use on any other I noted it last season, but even even more so this season. My goodness, it's stunning, and every every frame they capture is stunning it's gorgeous, like honestly, like okay, at one point, Gertie goes over to Lars's new place now. Was it weird to anybody else that she got this apartment? It just doesn't make sense. She was looking at houses. And her son, they show her son at one point being like, "Uh, the backyard's not big enough, but okay. And then she ends up in this apartment. And she's like, the reason I got this apartment is I couldn't find a house I really loved. This feels like a mansion in the sky. But I have a private elevator, so I don't have to see anyone, which obviously, like, I can't imagine, I can't imagine Larsa would have it any other way. Like, I can't imagine her being willing to have, to get an apartment and be like, hi, I walk in and, like, buzz myself in and, like, unlock the front and bump into someone. Yeah, private elevator would be what I imagine. It just didn't make sense. Especially when, like, I see the kids, and when we got the tour, I was like, "But this feels odd." But it also, let me. The more I'm thinking about it, Larsa reminds me of this person I knew years and years ago. A friend, an old friend of mine, <clears throat> lived with her, and she was a trust fund kid. And she kind of had Larsa's energy and that everything, she's kind of lazy about everything. Not lazy in a bad, not like doesn't have, well, she didn't have motivation, but like, that's not what I'm trying to say. It sort of like blase about everything. Like, ugh. like, yeah, you know, whatever. Things just came easy to her. And that's kind of how Larsa feels. Uh, even though they all clearly everything comes easy to like all of them larsa for the most part has that energy the most if you know she's not high strung at all you know and this apartment this condo this house whatever very much reminds me of this place that 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 old friend lived so maybe it does suit Larsa. Maybe the big house actually wasn't suiting Larsa. Maybe the home she raised the kids in wasn't Larsa. And this is Larsa. Hmm. Food for thought. Gertie gives us some update here on Gertie and Alex. This Gertie and Alexia feud. So here's my, here's my stance on Gertie. Okay. I did not love Gertie last season. In fact, I disliked Gertie last season. I felt she was very inauthentic. I even watched the reunion just to kind of jog my memory because they bring up the reunion, as, as they call it, in New York. New York, which is so funny because on Salt Lake City, they keep saying in LA, right? They say LA, don't they? But they don't say the reunion. It's so funny how some franchises cannot say The Reunion. Say The Reunion. They're going to flash back to it anyway. Um. But so, okay. Gertie, she, she was maybe just struggling to find her place. She hadn't been on the show before. So perhaps for her, it was uncomfortable for that reason. And she didn't know her place. However now i feel like she does feel more comfortable in her own skin and is in the group with um like she's got a total alliance with larsa and i don't think it's an alliance i think it's just a friendship and a genuine friendship with lisa and i think she had these friendships before but you know you go through one whole season it's you know it's like going through uh it's like going to college You know, oops, in your second year of college, you're going to be really tight with who you were tight with that first year of college. You know what I mean? It's like we went through the first year together. So it's going to bond her more. So she she just feels more comfortable in her skin. Plus, Vogue literally called her the number one party planner in the world. That's, and you know, like deserving. That charity event. And speaking of the charity event. Okay. So Alexia is getting her nails done. I love that she gets, I love that she has a salon called Alexia and Frankie, or is it Frankie and Alexia? Either way, it's adorable. It's so perfect. It's a great, it's great that she gets to have Marisol over to the nail salon to get her nails done at the nail salon that she owns. It's so perfect. Like, what the fuck? This is perfect. What a perfect. I can't. I just, I love it so much. I just love this show so much. Oh my God. So Alexia's is telling Marisol that she got the new date for the, or she got the new date. Okay, we're going to have the second wedding. This is the date. And she just sends Gertie the date and is offended that Gertie couldn't do it. Like, why is that offensive? <laughs> I mean, isn't it just kind of like, oh shit, okay, Gertie has an event already planned. She sends her the vendor list. When Alexia's reading the text, the text isn't mean. It's just business. It's like, I have an event already. And she did. And she did. Okay. And she fucking uh, dead. So what I think is happening here. Is Alexia is an OG, and Gertie is not. But Gertie has her has had her first season, got the number one Vogue situation happening. Alexia's is like, okay, well, it's my wedding. It's going to be on the show. You're going to drop everything and do it, though. Like, hello. And she couldn't believe that Gertie wouldn't just do that, and is. Not understanding that it's complete. But Marisol even goes, she's booked and busy. I like that Marisol didn't like totally dig in and go, what a bitch. She says she's booked and busy. Because she is. Okay. She's booked and busy. Gertie, though, her thing is Alexia's only my friend. Like she won't respond to text. She won't whatever unless she like needs something. Like suddenly she comes out of the woodwork and it's like, oh, hey, by the way, I have this party. And it's like, okay, well, but you're not really my friend otherwise. And I could see that. Alexia is definitely queen B for sure. So I don't know if you guys saw, ooh, something's in my eye. I don't know if you saw, but Alexia did an interview, I want to say it was with Bryce from Entertainment Tonight, I don't remember exactly, but she said that I think the question was who's changed the most and I believe she said, "Nicole and Gertie saying that they let the fame go to their heads, and th- i which look i <laughs> I wanted to see that as true because having not seen the season going off last reunion, I didn't like Gertie. And so I was kind of like, oh, I bet she did. I totally bet she did. So I almost, when I shared it in my stories, I almost captioned the share or like wrote whatever you call it when you write in the stories. I almost said something like, oh, I bet, I bet Gertie did. You know what? I could see that. And I could see Nicole doing that way too. I could totally see it. But now that I'm watching the way the season's playing out, I'm like, Oh, I kind of see Alexia's being the one who's so entitled, kind of like they need to be kissing her ass and kissing the ring sort of a thing. Uh so okay, okay. Well, gonna keep, we're gonna keep going. Gertie's upset because she Alexia compared her Bachelorette party, which was at the Versace Mansion, to Gertie's charity event, saying that one was better than the other. Based on the decor. You know, we'll later get into it, but Gertie's point is that isn't the same thing. She just had the Versace Mansion. That's just the Versace Mansion. That's not an event that, like, I, that was production. Okay, we'll get into that because, okay, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. So Larsa, now she's upset. We, we we pick back up with the whole Adriana thing. Uh, Lars is talking about how when they were in New York, she was really upset with what Adriana said about her butt. And at the same time, Adriana, who is with Julia and Nicole, they are going to go to their are meeting to go to the Miami Open. But Adriana tells Julia and Nicole how mad, how mad she was about the grumpy old man comment on Instagram. OK, that's one of the funniest insults i ex- i i'm sorry you have got to give it up for that one it's mean but it's really funny it's mean but it's really funny uh i can't even say it without like smiling she called me a grumpy old man <laughs> uh so but at the same time, these conversations are happening simultaneously, right? So Lars says, like, and then Julia replied to some comment uh, uh, saying something about me. So I was like, stay out of it, weirdo. But I love how, because there's an element of language barriers here, um, Julia and Adriana are like, who calls someone a weirdo? Like, that's this huge insult. And... Julia though is like, oh yeah, I'm a weirdo. I'm not on the I'm not the one on Instagram posing with my ass and tits out and selling my pictures of my feet for five dollars a pop. And then they do, and then Julia and Adriana do these impressions of Adriana of um Larsa posing on on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, touche. Touche. Larsa, you're ridiculous. Like Larsa, you're ridiculous. Okay. Compared to, obviously, like, Julia, you really have, it's, you can't really make fun of her because she's so silly. Like, she's a, she's farming. What are you going to make, sure, make fun of her for that, but she also knows that she's silly. But, like, Larsa, you're ridiculous. But, Larsa, Julia says Larsa blocked her, but Larsa's like, I don't even follow her. I don't, I unfollowed her. She's like, I don't even follow my own boring cousins, Okay. Okay, next we get to see Kiki, love Kiki, and Lisa. They go over to Marisols. You know, what's great about this cast is they all, they're so genuinely friends. They all are friends. They, you don't have to force this. They all, you could tell they all would be hanging out, you know? Oh, God, though. Lisa. So, Kiki is giving face. She's giving all the facials that we need because Lisa's over here talking about how Lenny doesn't have a sex drive. And she's like is it a guy thing? Is it a libido? Is it a hormone thing? And Kiki's over there going, "Oh my god. Ooh. Yikes." But then Lisa goes, but Lenny's looking hotter than ever, and he's never eaten this clean. I'm like, who are you trying to look good for? Better be for me. And Kiki's like, are we, like, Lisa, I mean, you know, there's elements of it where you feel really bad for Lisa, but we all watched last season. It's like, why was she in such denial? Why Why are you willing to be this unhappy, Lisa. What are you trying to prove? You are worth more. Even the way he just treated her last season. Okay? Like, what are you holding on? Are you happy? You are not happy. She was trying to prove something. But did she deserve any of this shit? Why does Lenny hate her so much? Jesus Christ, Lenny. Okay. (laughs) We'll get into it. Um... Then we get Lisa talking about Larsa. She is, so, okay, here's the thing with Larsa. When Larsa gets mad at you, because Larsa was mad at Lisa for not sticking up for her when the whole thing about her butt came up at the reunion. When Larsa gets mad, she ices your ass out. She pulls the like, I'm not mad. What? No, I'm not mad. Why? I'm not mad. Mm -mm. No. And you're like, okay, I know you're mad. I'm not. Should I be mad? What should I be mad about? It's warfare. Like I could never be friends with someone like Larsa because if I fucked up, I would, I wouldn't be able to handle that. Would not. Mm-mm. So she's Lisa knows that everything changed since New York. Um, but she. So I don't know why Lisa repeats this on camera, but she's drunk clearly. And she goes, Yeah, there's this like, you know, this account we all know, this like spoof account that makes up funny things. It's like they were talking about, oh, you know, like if you live here, it means this. If you leave here, if you live here, it means that. And the where Larsa lives, it's where all the hookers, the OnlyFans, the drug dealers, and the pimps live. I mean, the Kiki immediately is like, What are you doing? Marisol too. Like, why did you just, because they know Larsa. Everyone clearly knows that when you hit Larsa with something, she will retaliate. It's very much, I'm not going to repeat the Kelly Dodd phrase, but we all know that when you throw a bomb, and if you don't know, I'm not going to repeat it. But if you do know, you know what the rest of that is. So everyone clearly knows that you don't hit Larsa if you don't want nuclear warfare coming back at you. But Lisa does say, "I hope this doesn't get used against me." And they both are like, "We won't. We won't. We won't. We won't. We won't. We won't." Um. Okay. So it turns out, though, when Lisa is getting glammed up for Larsa's New Beginnings party. Gertie calls to be like Oh you know how, how are you going Blah 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 whatever and Lisa's like I'm kind of freaked out because I repeated that joke from that Roast account that I shouldn't Have and I got the joke Wrong Because it was just It's where the only fans People live Not any of the other stuff Yeah So anywho now, Larsa's party is starting and she's doing this thing. Okay, by the way, her dress is I I rarely comment on clothes. Well, is that true? Sometimes I do. I find this dress to be hideous. It is a high collar, high neck, ill-fitted at the top and but then on the bottom, it's like too much fabric on top and then not enough on the bottom. I'm all for a slit, but it's like they they cut it wrong. Mm. She's doing like a everything pre party down in her apartment, but then the roof is like the main party, um, which is hysterical because what ends up happening is like the full party is happening up on the roof. There's no pre party downstairs. It's just like another party happening downstairs because everyone, of course, is arriving to the pre party too late. And so everyone is just like upstairs, like, where's Larsa? Uh, Adriana and Julia are not invited to the pre-party in the apartment because that's her safe space. Kiki arrives. What does she do? First thing, she tells she tells Larsa all about what Lisa said. And Larsa, you'd, I mean, you see it immediately. She just kicks it into such an intense place, but she does it because her face doesn't move. She does it where like you can't tell she's doing it so you're like are you mad and she's saying such crazy shit but like her face isn't moving so you're like what are you saying and like she just starts she goes she's I feel like hookers that's her community that's who's at her parties every weekend this is mine it's not Lenny's so she's it's on like she's here we go Alexia shows up, so let's not forget Alexia and Gertie. They're there, they have tension. Okay. Marisol walks in, and immediately Lars is like, So, what did Lisa say about me? And Marisol's like, Okay, give me a cocktail and I will tell you. And as she is telling her, Lisa enters and Larsa goes, Hi, yeah, welcome to the hood. Isn't that what you said about the building? And then at one point, Larsa's going to say, you know what's funny? I looked online one day and you rent your house out every weekend to pay your mortgage. (laughs) Fucking Christ. Yeah. Like she tortures Lisa, tortures Lisa over this. And Lisa ends up like crying and well, no, I'm sorry. She doesn't end up crying yet because she's, Larsa's not done. Uh, by the way, when she says the whole thing about renting the house, Lisa's like, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. And But like, it's confirmed. Like Marisol and Gertie confirm in their confessionals. They're like, no, no, we, we hear that she rents her house out. And like, no judgment. Like, if you have the property, do it. More money. Get it. So Lisa, it, like, Lisa's panicking. Like, Lisa is just spiraling in every which way, right? But, but then Larsa goes to a place. Larsa's like, no one paid for this. Not Lenny, not Scotty. I did. Lisa is crying and she leaves because, look, Lisa repeated a joke, okay? She repeated a joke and repeated it wrong. That's even the worst part. Repeated it wrong to take it to a place that was Like, to say that's where the OnlyFans people live, Larsa wouldn't be mad because she can't be mad. She is an OnlyFans person and she makes great money. But to say hookers, pimps, and drug dealers, oh, fuck, girl, girl. So, Larsa, listen, is it savage? Yeah, but it's amazing. Like, amazing. And... Lisa is living in such a glass house and she clearly doesn't fully know what's going on period. So. Okay. Now like Gertie's trying to keep Lisa sort of under, like sort of calm her down and like they they have to go to this party. Like the party has literally been happening up on the roof. So they're trying to corral people to go up there. (laughs) It's, this is okay Gertie is like talking to Lisa like the entrance to the party is literally like right there like it's like right there but Gertie's like talking to Lisa and I don't know where Larsa like appeared from like I don't know what other elevator they took but she slowly walks up like a smile on her face she caused Lisa to be acting like this but she walks up calm and she's like do you want to come in (laughs) so crazy she's so insane and <laughs> uh and lisa's like lisa is a mess and Larissa goes lisa i'm a really good friend lisa's eyes are crazy she goes you are oh so they go and they sit down to talk again like right outside the entrance And Larsa says that she never repeats anything that she hears about her. So don't knock my building. Don't knock my home. I've earned my shit. And Lisa says she wasn't with her husband since she was 21 years old. Don't you fucking tell me I haven't earned my shit. And then Larsa says, you lean on Lenny all day, all night. You know, this is like chef's kiss. Just so good. Like, they're so equally matched here in just in terms of, like, comebacks and shit. Enter Adriana and Julia. And it's weird because immediately, uh, Larsa sees them and she goes, new beginnings. Uh, Adriana has an actual olive branch and she literally had to call around for hours to find an olive branch, which I'm impressed she did. Lisa wants to be mad at Larsa, though. Like, she wants to be mad at Larsa. And Larsa's like, you got to get over it. You talked shit about me a week ago. And Lisa says that it starts from, New- Lisa's like, this goes back to New York. We stopped talking then. And Larsa, Larsa, she, sa- she kind of admits it here. She goes, I wanted you to have more of an opinion then tells her to stop feeling sorry for herself. <laughs> Go have a shot and a good time. Could Lisa have just gotten over that in that moment? Like, is this something that is so like it's? Is it too difficult to just let this go? That Lar- that Larsa on camera because this is the biggest thing. It's on camera because the way Larsa just went, okay, I'm sorry, like as if none of this just happened, as if she didn't. She's clearly still mad about New York. Like I don't. <laughs> let's just keep going. This is insane. All right, we are on the home stretch of gift buying weeks, and I have definitely not finished my shopping. But you know what? Nothing is universally more crowd pleasing than skincare and body care. So guess who I'm turning to? Osea. Oh, They have been making clean, vegan, and cruelty-free skincare products for over 25 years, and they're based right here in California, where I'm from. They use seaweed as their hero ingredient, and seaweed is a nutrient-rich superfood with endless benefits, including anti-aging, hello, and moisturization. Osea products are clinically proven to work and they're climate neutral certified. So they make amazing gifts for everyone on your list. I personally am obsessed with the Undaria body oil. You guys have no idea. This thing is the best. It doesn't get oily. You know, body oils can get oily and like ruin any clothing that comes into contact with it. Mm -mm, This thing's moisturizing and delicious. I'm definitely going to be giving that to my aunt for sure because she's always complaining about her ashy elbows. Ooh, I shouldn't say that. She's gonna get mad. Never mind. Love you, Auntie. You know what? Now that I actually think about it, she would like the bestseller Minis collection as a gift. Ooh, you guys, the bestseller Minis collection is the Perfect gift, and it's only available for a limited time. It is a six piece set of luxurious skincare and body care favorites in convenient and adorable travel size for a complete glow up from the floor up. Okay. There's the three best-selling face products. There's the Ocean Cleanser, Hyaluronic Sea Serum, and C Biotic Water Cream. And then the three best-selling body moisturizers, including that Undaria body oil I just talked about. It's packaged in this beautiful chic box that's you can totally gift wrap it, but like why would you want to? But they would they would gift wrap it if you wanted it to be. I just know that my aunt, all of the stuff in Osea's line is clean. It's seaweed-based skincare. She's all about checking labels. I am too because my skin gets irritated really easily. So the cleaner, the better. And Osea is all about that. For a gift that will impress, check out Osea's bestseller, minis Collection. Right now, our listeners get 10% off your first order with promo code SHESPEAKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll even get free samples with every order, and orders over $50 get free shipping. That's 10% off at Osea, O-S-E-A, Malibu.com, promo code SHESPEAKS. Uh Lisa is like now obsessed. She's now telling Adriana and Julia what Larsa said about having a mortgage. The, this mortgage thing has sent her on such a spiral. So, and I th- and I think, I think this is an instinct for a lot of us. I think it's because she's like, "Fuck, do I not know what's happening with my home or finances or whatever?" You know what I mean? I think I think that's what it is. We get a Jill sighting. Jill Zarin, who says she's not had a facelift. I'm like, really? Your face looks different though. She's had a nose job though, right? She's had something. Adriana tells Larsa she wants to start over, and they have a moment. They seem to be good. They have like they have kind of similar energies. Suddenly, like when they're not fighting each other, you're like, oh, they kind of. They're both like man eaters and they're both, you know, I don't know. They I like them as friends. Uh, Alexia and Gertie have like a bit of a moment where it seems like they're going to talk. But then someone comes up to talk to Alexia and Alexia just dismisses Gertie and Gertie's kind of like, this is my point. It's this shit. Larsa just goes up to Julia and is like, I want to move over. I want to start over. And. Julia, okay, I feel like if there's anyone who could not intimidate, that's not the right word, but like defeat Larsa, it actually is Julia because Larsa plays games that Julia like wouldn't surrender to or be like victim of. She would just kind of, she doesn't get it. I know that seems like, I know people are going to be like, are you kidding? Larsa would eat her up. I might take this back, but I just feel like the way Larsa plays games and the way she does like silent treatment-y stuff and whatever, Julia just would disregard her completely. And it wouldn't permeate Julia like it would permeate Lisa, like it's permeating Lisa. Lisa is still going. She has been telling Gertie over and over again about what Kiki did. She can't. She cannot believe Kiki did that because downstairs before they went upstairs, she said to Kiki, I specifically told you when I gave you a ride home not to say anything. And Kiki's like, "Uh, sorry, well, I changed my mind. Okay. I decided when I walked in, I'm going to tell her. <laughs> Was it the best thing that she could have done? Yeah. Did her producer maybe tell her to say that? I don't know. Maybe. I think that her producer did the best thing that she possibly could have for the sake of this show. Uh And did Kiki need to listen to her producer? No. Was it the producer? I don't know. But um, it's made for some epic TV. And essentially, this sort of settles with Lisa and Larsa. Like they have like a little bit of a, like a we're cool moment, even though we know it doesn't last, but like, They sort of end up cool and like the rest of the night goes on. But we get Lisa's house the next day or a couple days later or whatever with Lenny's mom cooking borscht. And Lisa says that she's not close with her family. And so I'm curious to know, like, what happened there, like, what her upbringing was like. You know, there's something there that keeps her attached to Lenny, even though he's clearly a piece of shit. She is struggling so hard to, like, get him to give her what she wants. And he's clearly resisting it. And she's like, I don't care. I'll keep trying to make it work. So I would love to know more about that if she's willing to tell us. I like that she's close with Marina now. Remember, they did not get along at all for a while. Oh my god, she goes to get wine from the wine cellar and the wine cellar is broken and you know, she's trying to open it and Lenny snaps at her. He just hates everything she does. Everything. Like she's she's hitting the keypad and he's snapping at her. He's like, "Well, turning the light on isn't going to do anything." She's just hitting buttons, dude. Like every single thing she does, he hates. So Lisa talks about how she wants to start doing Shabbat. And then Logan is like, I want to go to Jewish school. I'm Jewish. And Lenny doesn't obviously care because he's planning on leaving. And then he sits down, she serves him borscht and he goes, I need salt and sour cream. And she's like, you don't need salt. There's plenty of salt. And he goes, he takes a, a bite of it and goes, oh, I need salt. Um, Lisa clearly wants to have a scene about Logan going to Jewish school and these sorts of things. But Lenny is texting the guy that is fixing the wine cellar, wine room or whatever. And the tension in this moment because, you know, it kind of made sense that he was texting the guy about the wine room. But he clearly didn't give a shit about what Lisa wanted to talk about. Clearly. Um, It's not like he couldn't be texting that guy and also participating in the conversation. People do that all the time. That's not abnormal. People can have a text and then be like, oh, really, Logan? Cool. You know, he was doing that to avoid having a conversation with the family. Because he hates her so much. And her face says it all. She's just so upset. They show a they show a shot of her clearly looking at Marina and she does like a little nod to her, kind of like, I yeah, I know. I don't know what she said. I don't know what Marina's clearly she doesn't want Lenny to be leaving the marriage. So she's probably trying to keep um Lisa there. I'm guessing that's just my guess. Um, but then we get three weeks later and she's, this is just devastating where she's telling the the group, he said to me, I am not in love with you. And now he has a full on girlfriend. He said, you need to go find a home for you and the kids. Wow. What the fuck? You fucking piece of shit. And then five weeks later, she goes, she goes. This is when she goes in and asks, Why are you trying to get me out of the house? I'm still the mother of your kids. And the fucking tone of this man, he goes, I know that you're not going to leave voluntarily. I already know that. I know you're going to have to be told by the court. Do you get that? Do you get that? I'm asking you a simple question. Do you understand that? And then the camera walks in and snags a shot of him, and he looks right into the camera like a psycho. <gasps> I hate him. I hate him so much, you guys. Oh my God. That was kind of a clunky recap. Sorry. My notes were a little. I remember when I did my notes for episode one, I was like, these aren't great. So hopefully, my notes for episode two are better. Oh my god, we hate Lenny. Okay, let's go to episode two. <gasps> Rock the boat. Okay, okay. So this episode, like most of the episode, starts with like them doing the round robin. We've, if you're new here, you don't know what that is. The round robin is what they call um, when they go around and get like a little snippet from what they're doing that day like it's not a full scene but it's like oh here's them eating a little bit of breakfast and then they go to the next person oh here's them going on a little errand oh and here's them just like quick little moments but the only reason i'm bringing up this part because i know we got a lot to get through is this is when nicole and anthony their little moment is them out to lunch it looks like and anthony says uh let's keep larsa away from our new boat captain He's a nice kid and he just got engaged. I don't need her wrecking another home. Whoa, messy. Okay, listen, I got to say something about Anthony, guys. I just got to say this. I know Marisol and Nicole are cool now. I know that. I know it. I know it. I know it. But, but, she Marisol had an instinct and remember Mama Elsa lives in Marisol. And Anthony when when Andy asked Nicole at the reunion, "What kind of lawyer is Anthony?" Because they're so rich. She said, "I'll answer how Anthony always answers people. A damn good one." I'm like, "That's not a good answer." And then this season his huge collection of cars do you know how expensive that is you guys that's a lot of money a lot and worthless purchases cars depreciate as soon as you drive them off the lot so they they're not investments so you Kendrick and I talk about this all the time like secretly because everyone loves them because they're so she's so cute she's a really really Easy sell because she's a fucking doctor. Like, she's gorgeous. She's a doctor. Like, get out of here. But, which is fine. Okay. This is Alexia's wedding episode. She goes to the venue. Of course, she throws shade at Gertie, which, you know, unnecessary. Frankie steals the show, though, in this scene. He hits on the cake lady. He's eating all the samples. And then he tells Alexia that she's old when she's posing. (laughs) okay i did not expect julia's farm storyline to be so adorable but we got baby goats mini cows what the hell can we get more random shots of the baby goats can they just keep insert can they insert them in more of the episodes moving forward please the baby cow the little tiny mini cow what the fuck give me that i need more of that Oh my god. Oh my god. I loved it. But here we learn about the Martina Julia tension. Martina wants to live in Miami Beach. Uh so Julia has to drive 2 hours to her farmhouse. Adriana comes by and we find out that this is a working farm. Julia's got 50 to 60 dozen eggs a week coming out of her chickens and she is selling them and she's got duck eggs, she's got avocados, guavas, whatever's in season uh, and it's upkeep. I mean, this is, this is a lifestyle and Martina is not into this lifestyle. And so this is a thing like, you know, relationships don't always need to last forever and that's Okay. You know, I think that's totally, this is not an unsuccessful relationship by any means. It's lasted a long time. And I think it's it's unfair to say that for each phase of your life, the same person can be there. Because if Martina isn't into this lifestyle, that's a big thing. Like, I would not be. And so I think Julia deserves to be with someone who is. And I think Martina deserves to be with someone who's digging the Miami Beach lifestyle because I love it. And I think mo- I think most people watching were like, "What do you mean, Julia? This is great." But then there might have been a bunch of people watching Julia on that farm going, "This is bitching." And so it is okay that once the kids, because this is the thing, the kids moved out, and it made them realize, like, or made Julia realize, like, "Oh shoot, maybe we." Don't have a lot in common. You know. Now that we're not raising kids together. And Martina's on the road all the time. Which didn't matter. When the kids were there. So. It is sad. Of course to watch. But it's more sad. To see them together. And miserable. Like real miserable. Lisa meets Gertie. And Alexia for drinks. And Ale- this is like, <laughs> so it's interesting. I I don't know how I feel about Alexia here because Alexia in this, when they were at Larsa's like pre-party new beginnings, Alexia was very team Kiki. And she was, cause Kiki was, Kiki was like, I'm sorry that Lisa's mad at me for telling Larsa, but I had to, but I'm being a good friend. And Alexia was like, no, totally, you should have blah, blah, blah. But then here, Lisa is saying, you know, I just insulted Larsa's building. She insulted my finances. She insulted my character, who I am as a mother, as a wife. She insulted me and said that what I have done is just to live off of Lenny. Like, she insulted all of it. And Alexia is right there with her and saying, like, Larsa will come back way too hard. The punishment doesn't fit the crime." And I just feel like Alexia is kind of speak. she's talking out of both sides of her mouth, not entirely, but a little bit in energy. Does that make sense? Like, she matches the energy of whoever she's with. So, so, okay. Lara said at the same time as meeting Kiki for lunch, Lisa has unfollowed Kiki on Instagram and Larsa is unbothered by all of this, by the accusation or the not accusation. I guess that's the term, um, but that she is she comes back too hard. Her whole thing is like, well, then don't come at me. She's like, Petty Pippin, is that my name? That's fine. Eventually, starts to rain on Lisa and Alexia and Gertie, so they go, they like move, move spaces, and this like switches the conversation so that Alexia can bring up her wedding and how Gertie couldn't do it and she's it's passive aggressive. And Gertie's now able to tell Alexia that her feelings were actually hurt because she compared the Bachelorette party to the charity for her brother. But Alexia goes, I wasn't necessarily comparing the meaning, I was comparing the aesthetics. And this is where Gertie gets to be like, excuse me. She I didn't even know this is what you would call it, but she goes, what Marisol did was napkin art with the backdrop that is the Versace mansion. What I did that's called production. I took a venue from scratch, and we were draping lasers, everything. And I was like, okay, this is where I love this feud because Alexia is a powerful housewife, very powerful. But the fact that they're fighting over something that Gertie's so good at, like fucking events, is. Amaze because Gertie can fucking go on this topic you know what I mean like she can go so yeah but they 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 come they come to a bit of a conclusion although Alexia does try to throw in which is projecting in my opinion she says I thought you know because Gertie was you're in vogue now so you're full of yourself I'm like "Mm, I just think that she didn't have time to do your wedding and you thought she would drop everything because this wedding is going to be on camera for season two and you just assume she wants to do everything she can to be relevant on the show. You know what I mean? Gertie will not necessarily be there right away. She kind of leaves it open-ended because Alexia's like, well, will you still be able to come to the wedding? Alexia's still like, do you realize that this is a big event for the show and it's my wedding? Gertie's like, I have, I have a wedding. Like, I'm fucking doing an event. Like, I am busy. She's like, I will be there as soon as I can, okay? And then Alexia even says, like, okay, well, the boat leaves at this time. And Gertie's like, again, I will do my best. We meet Nicole's mom. I'm obsessed with this woman's makeup because it's so much. It's so much... Eyeliner and mascara. I'm always obsessed with people that do makeup and like hairstyles that are like, they're not your, you know, your normal, like, like when you go and do a YouTube search for like everyday makeup, you know what I mean? Like five minute everyday makeup, whatever. This is so intentional and we'll see her again and she'll have the exact same eye makeup on. And I want to see, I want to get ready with me with Sir I think it's Cyril Cyril, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I'm sorry um i i just i I wanted a close up. I wanted to see if she lines the I think she doesn't line the water line. I think she takes a coal um pencil. And just lines around, I want to know if she takes it off every night. Does she sleep with it? Is it one of those things that's just always on her? Does she change her mascara? Is she using, what kind of mascara is it? I just need to know. Okay. So we find out the relationship between her mom and dad is, they're still very much best friends. And I got very distracted because the food arrived and was sitting there for quite some time and they didn't have plates. And I was like, get them fucking plates. God damn it. So finally, they, sh- they finally they get the plates and I was able to focus on something else. Um, her mom's thing is. Nicole needs to accept her dad the way he is drinking and all. And then but this brings up how Nicole is hard on her, too. And they're like they're both crying talking about this. And her mom is like, sometimes you're mean to me. You're like your dad, you have no filter. But it's sweet because it makes Nicole self reflect. She's like, "I don't know, is it a Virgo thing?" <laughs> I'm like, "Probably." I feel like I'm I'm not a Virgo, but I I every time I know a Virgo, they constantly are saying it's a Virgo thing. <laughs> so. But that was cool that we got to see that moment of Nicole kind of reflecting and realizing, like, okay, but that also makes her like she's willing to look at that. She's willing to take it on and willing to um, make her own changes. So we get Alexia's wedding, a lot of the setup and the arriving and everything. And um, I, interesting choice to wear the pant. But I get that she was like, I don't want it to appear like we're doing a wedding. So I'm going to go a little off, a little, you know, out of the box here. Lisa says a very sinister hello to Kiki uh, when she walks up to Kiki and Larsa. And then she pulls Larsa aside and she's not letting this mortgage thing go. But Larsa, it's, it's savage. She's like, it's facts. It's public knowledge. And this is where Lisa loses so much because she's like, I don't know who's feeding you these lies that you feel you need to repeat. And Larsa's like, it's online. Lisa goes, not everything you read is true, right? So is it true you sold someone's husband? Is that fact? She tried it. She tried it. So don't come for my family. And Larsa goes, then don't come for my home that I earned. Lisa goes, it was a joke. And then Lisa's got a pointing thing. Lisa's very pointy, which is, not good. He goes, you need to lighten up. Larsa goes, I am joking. Lisa goes, no, you're not. You're being malicious and you're trying to hurt me. And Larsa just keep going, it's fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. (sighs) It's so good. Isn't it good? It's good. Lisa, in her confessional, she's like, I know. I'm not letting this go because all of this is b- about New York. And you know what? I kind of, like, it is. It is. It is. And Lars says, doing the thing where she's like, it's not. What do you mean? It's funny. This is a joke. I'm laughing. Fuck. You can't fight that. You can't fight it. It makes you crazy. It makes you lose your mind. That's the problem. It makes you feel like you're going insane. But it's true. Like, It's about New York. She's absolutely still mad at you because anytime you mention New York, Larsa will be like, well, I mean, you didn't have my back, but that's okay. Or, I mean, I expected you to have an opinion, but you didn't, and that's okay. And you just can't fight that. Alexia and Todd enter, but like Kiki had to break them up because it's like, okay, guys, we have to sort of chill out. I'm sorry, before Alexia and Todd enter, how did I miss this? Before Alexia and Todd enter, Kiki breaks them up, and Lisa calls Lenny right there, loud, on the boat, for every, everyone, anyone within earshot, is right, they can hear it. And she's like, Lenny, can you believe it? Can you believe it? I think, I don't even hear what Lenny said, it didn't matter. But then Lisa gets on this, she needs to walk the plank, she needs to walk the plank. And for some reason, people are laughing, and they think this is really funny. This might just be because they hope to calm her down. But then she goes up to some poor innocent server who's just trying to tray pass food. And is there a plank? Is there a plank? And he has, thankfully, he goes, no, this isn't a pirate ship. Yeah. Now Alexia and Todd enter. Lisa is going off with Nicole, but. Nicole's actually on her side but Lisa's going we live in an 80 million dollar home she's basically trying to say I can't afford my lifestyle I can bitch I can again this where is this this is rooted somewhere she's so fucking scared deep down that Lenny is going to leave her and I think she's freaked out there's a prenup there's something 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 so this is like all her biggest fears are being realized you know what I mean Gertie goes Gertie goes with Lisa to the bathroom. This okay, again though I got I got a harp on the beautiful cameras and lenses and whatever. They're framing each shot like this could have felt like a real rush job from the camera cuz just, you know, they're following people. It's a wedding. Weddings are probably hard to capture for the camp for the crew, right? The whatever lens is on this that even in the elevator, which is probably that's not lit the post side is they must be doing something beautiful to the coloring of the of the everything because It looked gorgeous, like the framing of Gertie's face. She's like, Lisa, are you going to the bathroom? And it was like a low angle shot that came up to a high angle shot as Gertie entered the frame from behind the camera. And then they get in the, they get in the elevator and it's this gorgeous close up shot of, of Lisa then panning over to Gertie. And then they get off the elevator. And then it's the visual presentation of this show is outstanding okay? We're in a bathroom and I'm like, God, this is gorgeous. This is just gorgeous. It's stunning. But Lisa is going off. Sorry, your life didn't go the way you planned. My life went the way I planned. Me and my husband, I will fight you to the end. Her f- She's g- baring her teeth a lot. Bearing her teeth a lot. Gertie's confessional is like, I've never seen Lisa like this. This is something more than Larsa. Something is going on. Cut to two weeks later on the screen. Lisa on the phone. She goes, That's it. I'm calling the lawyer. No, 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 no. You're trying to bring that girl to the house with my kids in there? And then clearly Lenny says, I'm sure, yeah, really? Because I'm going to have somebody come see that that bitch is not in my fucking house. You hear me? You bring that girl anywhere near my kids, there's going to be a huge fucking problem. Oh my God. Oh my God. We hate Lenny. We hate Lenny. God, we hate him. Don't we hate him? We hate him. We hate him. Okay, so I'm going to end this here, but don't you worry. I will absolutely be covering the rest. But episodes 1 and 2 fantastic. I have a feeling the reason they cut us off at 4 is because the very next episode is when we're going to get like the Lenny leaves her. I feel like they just wanted us to get like that stuff out of it like that's that's where this ends and now we go into I hope this is a long season. I usually don't hope for that, but I'm like I would go 25 episodes with this easily. I don't want it to end. I'm going to be so sad when it ends. I want it to go forever. It's so good. So anyways guys I will I will see you for episodes 3 and 4 in just a minute. Enjoy. Love you. Bye.